Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone. But we can take it, we're short of brown around a little. I've got a feeling you're on to something here. Live from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. In together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling. Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show that doesn't just scour the globe for wonders, it rinses, dries, and polishes it too. By the time we've finished with our universe, it's as shiny as a conquer. Talking of things that are nutty, please welcome today's comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for Cerebral Ballsy, Jessica Foster Q and Rosie Jones. That's us. And on my right, playing for Nice Legs, Shame About the Bi Race, Gavino Davino and Johnny Cochran. <laughs> so, Global Pillage panelist, what makes you diverse, Rosie Jones? Well, as a gay, disabled woman, um. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Can you come back to me? <laughs> chop, chop, chop. Uh, Jessica Foster Q, what makes you diverse? My voice is 40 years older than my body. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit of a cold and I haven't had enough sleep, but I was halfway there anyway. <laughs> and why are you called cerebral ballsy? Well, because we're very intelligent. Yeah. But also. <laughs> Obviously, we uh, really like ball games. Yeah. Um, basketball. Football. Tennis. Marbles. Um, that one with the putt and the um, le- the um, croquet. croquet. <laughs> Polo. Water polo. <laughs> Thank you. We get the idea. We get the idea. We should probably move on. Uh, Johnny Cochran, what makes you diverse? 
I usually feel a bit more diverse than I do at the moment because I've noticed our team, we basically look like the same bloke <laughs> at different stages of a night out. <laughs> so... And it's always good to start a podcast with a visual gag. Um, you can... There's a photo that it goes with the show. So, podcast listeners at home, look at your phone right now. And laugh. Uh, and, <laughs> and laugh later, yeah. It's a payoff gag. We're both mixed race. This is true. And, um, you know, as a descendant, one way or another, of someone from the Windrush generation, I'm on borrowed time. <laughs> I really am. So I'm just trying to uh, get in here and do as many podcasts as I can, really. <laughs> it all comes to an end. Gavino Davino, how Hello, are you diverse? Um, well, I'd like to start by saying that a thing that makes me quite diverse is I am really good at painting my toenails. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'd probably say that I'm the only person who's a member of the Luo tribe. The Luo tribe, what's that? Wow, widened eyes. So, the Luo tribe, we are from uh, Western Kenya by Lake Victoria. And you might know somebody called Barry Obama. Oh. <laughs> and you might know somebody called Lupita Nyongo. Mm. Luo people taking over the world. Nice. Wow. We won't be a minority any longer. I'm telling you. I love the way you called him Barry like you're on first name basis with Obama. That's all right. We're cousins. Doing, We're cousins. I'm telling you. I, I wouldn't mind betting you knew Barry Obama. There's something about you that says, yeah, I've got his number in my phone. I don't find the toenails difficult to paint. It's the fingernails because one hand is always appalling because mm. I'm left handed, so I can do the right hand. That's what makes me diverse. Yeah. Boom. But right handed on the left hand, would you come round and help? Yeah. Is it shellac? No, no, no. No, okay, we'll talk about this. this is more of a conversation with the bar. Um, and why are you called Nice Leg Shame about the bi race? Well, we wanted to make a play on the latest term for what mixed race people are, you know. Uh, so it's biracial. Is biracial. I got told off of using the term race, so I said, of mixed um, lineage. <laughs> Who told you off for saying race? My friend. <laughs> was it, don't look at me like it was me. Honey, <laughs> no, time, times are moving very quickly. I've got to keep up. We've all got to keep up. The thing, the thing, it should be nice leg shame about the bilineage. <laughs> it's not as good a pun. Nice leg shame about the face is an 80s, is it an 80s classic sort of London It tune? is. It also gets in a bit of that Cockney rhyming slang, boat race face, yeah. so yeah. bi-race, yeah. We weren't just slagging off biracial people. That's uh, <laughs> not really what we do. Uh, but do you know what? It's interesting you say that as well. This is not the first time, like, where I've got my own term for my group of being mixed race wrong. Like, when I was a kid in playground, like, I used to go around saying half-cast for way past it being acceptable. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me and all the other half-cast kids are going to play over there, and they're like, you cannot say that. <laughs> like, oh, right, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> well, in Pedant's Corner, making the truth stylish, if rhythm is a dancer, then blues must be a fact-checker. Please welcome Ned Sedgwick. <laughs> and with the black and white keys to our hearts on the keyboard, it's our very own Mark Hodge. <laughs> Um, Ned, have you had any global conversations this week? Oh, boy, have I. Um, I <laughs> He's still having I, one now. Um, I actually got a complaint from somebody, a listener in America. Emily Griffith <laughs> pointed out that, and I said I'd apologise at the top of the show, there was a question about Sooners, and I said they were from Ohio, but actually, they're from Oklahoma, which is apparently a different place. Um, she said, it's an easy mistake to make. They're both flat and football-obsessed states. 
So yeah. I'm very sorry, Emily. I then asked her for some questions, if she had any questions, to make my job easier. <laughs> and she saw through it and was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she basically said, so, oh. do your own job, white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. On every episode of Global Pillage, Mark looks to other cultures to build a song especially for us. Mark, appropriate it's... something. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. I appropriated in advance this week. Um, this is an Italian song called The Fair Maid of Sorrento. Oh. Is anyone here from Italy? No, you're good. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference if they're from Italy or not. They're not going to understand it. Right. Okay. Um... Nice. That's beautiful. And for our schools today, how, yes. what will the lyrics of the song be? Listen. Tell us, Neddy, what are the scores? That's what you've got to do, yeah? So nice. I'll give you that little bit in again. Tell us, Neddy, what are the scores? <laughs> Good. It's a, bit, it's a very musical crowd today. That's encouraging. So anytime there's a drop in the banter, we can just cut to the scores. Great, good. That's what we usually do. First up is our themed round. This week's theme might be a bit of a challenge for our teams because it's a subject that most of our comedians have had little or no experience of. It's alcohol. Oh, great. <laughs> As I was in a bar with you at 2am this morning, I know that you have had some experience of this, Rosie. Yeah, I you. I mean, I drink a lot because when I'm drunk, no one can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually drunk right now. <laughs> I genuinely don't know if that's true or not. That's the thing. That's the, that's the sad thing about this tea time show. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. If you want to avoid a hangover in Puerto Rico, what should you do with a lime the night before? Nice leg shame about the bye race. Put it in a glass of water and drink it. <laughs> what, drink the lime? No, the water and the lime's residue. It's a lime juice, basically. <laughs> you don't know how to sell things, do you? Diluted, diluted, diluted um, um, lime juice. Diluted lime juice? Cordial, but natural. Okay. Johnny, are you standing by your teammate there? Yeah, I mean, he sounds like he's got the science wrapped up there. He really does. <laughs> Really thought about it. <laughs> like a Barocca. <laughs> to be fair, like, you know, you do that stuff with um, when you're having tequila and you have a lime as well at the end. Mm. Like, I've seen my mate do it, like, the, when you're trying to be a hard man and you do the tequila different, so you put a tequila in your eyeball and then snort <laughs> a lime of salt and then put yeah. some yeah. lime in your eye as well. So, I've I reckon... Never heard of that. Are you sure that's a thing? Oh, yeah, no, no it's a yeah, thing. I've done it. What, you've done it? What, yeah, you put tequila in your eye? She's doing yeah. it now. <laughs> you put tequila in your eye, you snort a line of salt. Yeah. yeah. This can't be good for you. Yeah. And then what, oh, you no, squirt lime horrid. in the other eye? Yeah. yeah. This is just... But you don't get hangovers. And that's my answer. <laughs> well, presumably because you're, you're dead. dead in the morning. Yeah. yeah. 
in cerebral palsy? I We've got think different theories. you caught a segment, you put it in your mouth and you sleep with it in your mouth like a mouth brace. Okay. <laughs> so a lime... A gum shield. A lime yeah. gum shield. Oh, overnight, that. the goodness of the lime yeah. goes in. Yeah. Okay, you, so that would be one up, up no on... no hangover and no teeth. Yes. <laughs> Uh, really one up on what Davina said. spikes left. But I do worry that you might swallow it and die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all, but then you we're, wouldn't feel the hangover. Yeah, so. exactly. We're all about that. And what's your theory, Jess? Do you conceal your alarm clock within it, thereby <laughs> making that cease to function? Ah. And you are allowed to sleep for the whole of the next day. That is the best hangover mm. cure, isn't it? Maybe you draw a clock on the lounge. Yes! <laughs> and then put it in as a gum shield. Team answer. Okay, team answer. Hive mind. If you want to avoid a hangover in Puerto Rico, what should you do with the lime the night before? Put it out your bum. <laughs> in, I'm just going to write insert it. <laughs> Okay, so we've got one for insert. <laughs> Under your pillow. Put it next to a shot of tequila for the next morning. Ah, next to a shot of tequila next morning, hair of the dog. Put it in your sock. Oh, in your sock. <laughs> All right, we've got insert it, Buzz now. Only a couple of people <laughs> brave enough for that option. Under the pillow, Buzz now. Next to a shot of tequila, so you can have the hair of the dog in the morning. Or in your sock, Buzz now. In fact, it's Robert under your drinking arm. Oh. <laughs> Ned, could you explain more, please? Yeah, it's basically just a traditional folk remedy. But it's one of those ones where people have applied pseudoscience to it, so it's still going around. Because apparently your, that area of your body absorbs better. And if you absorb lime juice it stops you getting dehydrated. Oh. So, I mean, the pseudo of all the pseudoscience. Uh, Hang on. Your armpits absorb. Yeah, well, I think they do then the opposite. most people, like, internally, like, 80% sure dust. <laughs> <laughs> Lynx granules. <laughs> Is it all going in? <laughs> it's genuinely a concern. Yeah. For the listeners at home, <laughs> cerebral ballsy are now sniffing their armpits. <laughs> the old scratch and sniff technique, eh? No, I see, okay. I'm going to consciously uncouple from lime under the armpit. <laughs> and move 2015's on. 2015's best joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is cultural, not topical, Ned, this show. Um, <laughs> The Hangover Heaven bus in Las Vegas offers a unique hangover cure. What is it? I would want to see, maybe under the chairs, the previous night there was some kind of like uh, a penis straws. I'd like to see some of those. Maybe penis lollies. So like hangover. last night's hen night. Exactly. But well, we don't call it that. We call it a bachelorette party in uh, the United States. Of course, yes. Yes. I'm sure that is there, but I don't know that that's what the question's <laughs> referring to. <laughs> On a genuine one, I reckon like, the, you know the buses with a roof off? Yeah. And you can, like, get the air blowing in your face. Yeah. I reckon it'll probably be something like that. Because everyone knows, like, especially when you're hungover, you do that old dog thing where you hang your head out the window, ah. tongues flying around, you know, slobber all down your door handle, but you feel better. 
<laughs> okay, so it's a top-down bus, cerebral ballsy. We think we might have the actual right we, answer. Yes. We have nailed it. Good to know. Um, <laughs> we think it's a ride on the seat above the engine that vibrates a lot so that you <laughs> come. <laughs> <laughs> So it's an, it's an orgasm seat. Heaven yeah. hangover ah. bus. It's a bride of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but That's not what it is. We need to get down yeah. Dragon's Den after this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the reason why I took the bus here today. <laughs> but the thing is, there's only like four of those wheel ports on the whole bus. So what is it, for four people at a time, or do you have to queue up? Just wait until someone goes, oh! Right, now get off, it's my turn. Well, some people what reach climax very quickly, you know, yeah. different rates. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, hive mind. <laughs> the Hangover Heaven bus in Las Vegas offers a unique hangover cure. What is it? An IV drip. Baptism. Magic water. Yoga. Yoga. Oh, very healthy. Shuttle bus to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to be honest. Shuttle to McDonald's. Magic water and baptism are the same thing anyway. <laughs> marriage. Okay. So is it marriage? That would sober you up. <laughs> bus now. Is it a shuttle bus to McDonald's, bus now? It's what most of us would like. Is it oxygen, bus now? Is it yoga, bus now? Magic water buzz now. Baptism, pretty much the same buzz now. Or is it an IV drip buzz now? You are correct, it's an IV drip. Now, a couple of people said that confidently early on. Did you know? Have you tried it? Well, I just know it's really expensive. You know it's really expensive. Oh, you used to go out with a medical student and they do it all the time. It's so discouraging when you find out how drunk people are through their medical degrees. <laughs> and they're all of the doctors now. That's, every time you go to a doctor, you know they drank their way through the whole degree. It's very concerning. Um, Ned? Yeah, well, my ex-girlfriend was a doctor and she drank her way through both a relationship and... <laughs> Can that go out of the edit? Because she's actually she's actually a really, really nice person. So it's really, for a cheap gag, it's not worth it. Uh, and she will hear it, because even if she doesn't listen, someone's yeah, going to send it to her. Someone's going to say it, so let's get rid of that bit. Uh, I mean, what's nice is I'll make it into kind of like a little, just a little kind of gif, and uh, yeah. then any time you piss me off, I'll just go, I could oh, send no, this right now. Please don't... <laughs> It's more her, fa her family road. Like anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, sorry. She's guys. probably going to say, "Yeah, damn right, I drank my way through that relationship." <laughs> yeah, she'll probably say, it's "Anyone who's dated Ned Sedgwick has been turned to alcohol." <laughs> um, so it costs two hundred and twenty-five dollars to get the IV drip. Um, so it is expensive. Two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Wow. That might solve all the problems of like, oh, I don't have enough sugar or water. But what about the shame? It does nothing for the shame. That's true. It's a good point. National Beer Day has been celebrated in America for 85 years, but what is unusual about its origins? Nice leg shame about the bye race. Is this the end of Prohibition? Is it the end of Prohibition? So it's the last day of Prohibition we have National Beer Day. Wild guess. Came to my head. I was going to say the same thing. 
It's hard to prove that now, Johnny, though, isn't it? I know. When you, it sounds like a clever answer. Yeah, I, I tend to just hop on the back yeah, of Yeah, you'll anything. never be able to prove it, yeah. Because, no, like, you know, in the like Chinese Zodiac or whatever, I was actually born in the year of the rat, so I have been jumping on the back of better performers for all of my life. <laughs> it's written in the stars. So, yeah, I like that. I like that answer, yeah. Cerebral yeah. ballsy. Is it because there was a time historically when you'd feed even kids beer because it was cleaner than water that you'd have access to? Yeah. That it's the first drink other than milk. That you have. Uh, Forget the breast, darling. (laughs) Have a bird. Hive Mind National Beer Day has been celebrated in America for 85 years. What's unusual about its origins? It was created by women. It was created by women? Oh, Started with something other than mm. beer. It started during prohibition because it wasn't considered an alcohol. Starting oh. during prohibition because it wasn't oh, considered an alcohol. Uh, <laughs> what was that? It was a joke, but people took it seriously. It was a joke, but people took it seriously. Okay, if you think it's women, Buzz now. If you think, not even the person who said that. She's, she's, she's jumped ship, she's heard what she likes better. Beer, Buzz now. Oh, no, beer. That can't be the answer. <laughs> what was the second one? I've just written down beer. It's not a helpful note. <laughs> oh, it started with another beverage and it turned into the National Beer Day, but it was originally another beverage. Buzz now? If it started during Prohibition, because beer wasn't considered to be an alcohol, Buzz now? Or if you think it was just a joke that people took seriously, Buzz now? You are correct, Hive Mind. I'm going to give a uh, half point to uh, Nice Legs Shame about the buy race because it did start before the end of Prohibition rather than marking the end of Prohibition. And but also I feel like Gavina, Gavina might have tipped off the audience yeah, to start thinking detail, about Prohibition. Which was accurate, that basically they lifted a ban on alcohols below 3.2% oh. because they said it won't get you intoxicated. Oh. Which I can assure you. Hive <laughs> <laughs> Minder who said that, did you know? Yeah, it was then, an idea. It was a good idea. When, um, so it was a winning when idea. The president signed the act to end it. He said, presumably for the hacks, to write down, "I think it's time for a beer," and they all went, ah. and that became National Beer Day. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, actually, one more fact. Guess what the day before National Beer Day is, where they all queued up 1.5 million barrels of beer. The night before National Beer Day, what was it called? New Beer's Eve. And it's the end of the round. (laughs) It's at Lime's the night before. Tell us, Eddie, what are the scores? Uh, Cerebral Ballsy should be sticking to the ball games because they have zero points. We might have zero points, but we're going to be millionaires with that heaven bus. (laughs) (laughs) Nice legs shown by the bi racer in second place with five points, and the hive mind are in first place with 20 points. Hive mind are killing it. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idiots! In English, we say every cloud has a silver lining. But in Australia, they say, ha, 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 look at all your chic gray clouds. We're at the beach. <laughs> That got such a lovely laugh, I need to tell you Jessica Fosterkew wrote that joke. She hasn't, she hasn't seen the questions, just to be clear. She didn't write those. She just wrote the gags in between. I think so it's abundantly clear, but she hasn't seen the questions. the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English. Fingers on buzzers. Finish this Brazilian idiom. In a river full of piranhas the alligator is delicious. In a river full of piranhas the alligator is delicious. Okay. That's from Cerebral Ballsy. Nice legs. The alligator needs plasters. Ah. In a river full of piranhas the alligator needs plasters. Or if you're listening internationally band-aids. Uh, <laughs> Alligator feels lonely. <laughs> I feel like the only person in this room who can see through that cute. <laughs> Hive mind in a room full of piranhas, the alligator what? Goes hungry. Is your friend. Is prey similar to delicious? To be fair. Is what? Eats bananas. Eats bananas. Yes, ketamine. Keith is in. <laughs> is king. Is elated. elated. Okay. If you think in a river full of piranhas, the alligator goes hungry. Buzz now. If you think the alligator is your friend, buzz now. Is 
is Prey Buzznow. Eat Bananas Buzznow is King Buzznow is Elated Buzznow. Is your friend you've gone for, in fact, the alligator swims on its back. Ned, could you explain why the alligator swims on its back? It means kind of keep your head down if you're in a tricky situation. Alligator's back is really hard. So it's, it, it's, so it's tummy could be eaten. It, but so it's it tummy to... can be eaten. So it's mm. like just, you think you're the big man, but watch yourself. Mm. Mm. Very good. Well done, Brazil, on coming up with that. <laughs> um, Do you know, I would have to swim on my back as well. Because my afro, right, whenever it gets wet, it's like a sponge. So when I try to do front crawl and lift my head out, it just kind of waterboards me. <laughs> Incredibly hard to swim. I start drowning in... I could drown in a kid's pool. I really can. <laughs> so the idiom should be in a river full of piranhas, an alligator and Johnny Cochran swim on their back. We will alert Brazil immediately. <laughs> In Russia, they say, shoot neither down nor feathers. What do they mean? Okay. Nice legs. I'm going to give some context, I think, of my own thinking. Down, I think that's the end product. You have like a, 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 a feather down cushion. Mm-hmm. Whereas feathers, it's just the raw product. So I think it means you have the finished product and you have the raw product, but both are equally valuable. So don't take either of them for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Shoot neither down nor feathers. I'm going to get it. You think on that and go oh. to cerebral ballsy. Don't take a gun to bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get all your guns out your bed. <laughs> okay, don't take a gun to bed. Johnny? Yeah, so it's quite a bit of puzzling one, isn't it? It's, it's stumped me, this one. It's, it's, this is down. the idea of a quiz. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's got something to do with, like, your quilt. It is, it's about the togs. And um, obviously, and most people in the hive mind have worked this out already, it's tog-related, so shoots neither down nor feathers obviously means if you've got a lot of tog in your quilt, don't sleep with it on you. Okay. What's tog? Oh, oh the tog rating is the rating. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Answer it's man. a rating, it's how basically thick your duvet is. And I remember actually, it's not technically thick, it's heavy. And so the lighter tog gets put on in the summer, like I did like an idiot last week during the heat wave. Oh. I wouldn't, you know it, I need to get my heavy tog back. I learned, I learned I, a lovely French idiom that's similar to some of this. In April, take not a stitch off. Oh. Don't risk it. Don't risk it. Oh, but yeah. in May, home, do what it? you like. And yeah. that's why in France it's naked May. <laughs> Hive mind, shoot neither down nor feathers. If someone said that to you in Russia, what would they be saying to you? Don't ruin a valuable product. Don't ruin a valuable product. Don't miss your target. Don't miss Take care of the old and young. Take care oh. of the old and young. Oh. Oh. I mean, the hive mind are so much cleverer than the comedians, aren't they? It's just... Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. (laughs) No, but it sounds like you're experienced. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shooting a feather, yeah. Okay, don't ruin something that's valuable, Buzz Now. Shoot the target, Buzz Now. Old and young, look after both of them, Buzz Now. Don't waste your time, Buzz Now. Or shoot a bird. Was it shoot a bird? Buzz now. In fact, it means good luck. And I think it does mean don't miss. That's the origin, what well, Jess was saying no, is the origin. It's, it's, like, it's more like break a leg. 
It's like oh. do the, they're saying, do the opposite of what you're meant to do. Because if you shoot a bird, you will shoot both the feathers and the down. Oh. Um, so it's like, it's kind of the opposite. It's like saying, oh, go out there and miss. So you're not tempting fate. I think we should bring that into comedy. Yeah. Just, just backstage, instead of saying break a leg, say, well, no, they'd, no one bothers saying that in comedy, do they? Just say, all right. Don't mate. be shit. <laughs> they, they kind of do in comedy, don't they? They say, don't be shit. Or, and secretly they're thinking, do be shit. Do be yeah. shit. yeah, so it's the same, actually. Yeah, it's a flip. So um, I can go on after and just be average but look wicked. <laughs> we need an idiom for that. In Swahili, they say, if it gets more fat, it will fry itself. I think, like, it would probably be a thing of, like, if it was, like, a hunt or a kill that you've got, it would mean that it's a really good animal that you've caught because you'd be like, oh, wow, look how big this Great. Okay. Is. Great kill, cerebral ballsy. I think it probably means that animal's ready to be slaughtered now. Oh, that's a sad answer Aww. for a vegan. Okay, Aww. hive mind. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Tasty. Tasty. Enough rope. Too clever by half. Too clever. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Okay. That's the laziest heckle I've ever had. So, self-fulfilling prophecy, Buzz now. It's tasty, Buzz now. Enough rope, Buzz now. Too clever by half, Buzz now. Greedy, Buzz now. It's an insult, Buzz now. Uh, in fact, it means it's becoming more and more absurd. Like, oh, if this gets any fatter, it's going to fry itself. Yeah. So, no points for anyone, and it's the end of the round. <laughs> Who's washed up upon the shore? Tell us what are the scores? It's no change. Uh, cerebral ballsy still have zero points. Nice legs, shame about the bi race, still have five points. And the hive mind is still sitting pretty with 20 points. Oh. <laughs> hive mind are very pleased with themselves for someone who didn't score this round. Uh, doesn't matter, you've kept your advantage, and that's all that matters in this game. It's not tennis. Hello, I'm John Dorney. And I'm Jessica Regan. And I'm Tom Selinski. And we've just started a new podcast called Best Pick. We're all writers and actors of one sort or another, and we're starting a podcast to explore all the Academy Award Best Picture winners in no particular order. We're going to put all 89 winning movies in a hat, and for each episode, we'll pick one out at random. Then we'll discuss it, watch it, review it, and at the end of the show, we'll pick out the movie for next time. New episodes will be released every other Wednesday at 12 noon UK time. And you can find them all at bestpickpod.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come armed with a question for their adversaries, for their adversaries, for their ads. Armed with a question for their opponents. <laughs> based on something quirky from their background or traditions. Perhaps they grew up in a culture where they left 30% gratuities, or maybe they were only tipping cows. Mm. <laughs> I didn't sell that one as well, Jess. Um, <laughs> Cerebral Ballsy, do you have a question for the hive mind? My name is Spanish. Hola. <laughs> so my question for you is, in Catalonia, which unusual figurine is included 
and then the table Okay. Is it somebody? Is oh, okay. The audience is saying it's somebody defecating. Well, is, I mean, they could have just seen something behind us. <laughs> is that correct, Rosie? No, it's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus doesn't seem to be an extremely yeah. anomalous addition to nativity. No, what? they're right. Oh, he's called El Caganer. Which literally means the shitter. <laughs> that is awesome. Depicted as a peasant with his trousers down, showing a bare backside and defecating. Wow. And they kids love it. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So that's points for the hive mind. Hive mind, do you have a question for Nice Leg Shame about the bi race? So I'm from Scotland originally, and uh, we have a lot of uh, dialects and stuff. But uh, if I was to say to you, Oh, that man, he's well gleek it like. What would I mean? Now, you do the Edinburgh Festival, Johnny, don't you? So yeah. you should know this. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, um, it means that they are attractive. No. Okay, no. Gavino, you've got one shot. Have you read the weather forecast today? <laughs> Do you think that's what it means? No. <laughs> um, maybe I was thinking, I, I thought, did you enjoy yourself? Did, did you, you enjoy yourself? No. Okay, what does it mean? It means that you're out of it completely. Oh, oh ah. you're out of it. So you're like unconscious. Not quite. More Shit-faced. like you're just Batten. really high. Yeah. High. Oh, well bleaked like. So Hive Mind scores again because Nice Legs did not guess that. Nice Legs, do you have a question for Cerebral Ballsy? I am half Jamaican, so... Does anyone know the title of the Jamaican national anthem? Oh, over to you, Rosie. <laughs> so what the title of it is? Yeah, like God Save the oh, Queen. Like of course. Now let's swerve past all of those offensive stereotypes. All of them, every single one yeah. of them. Yeah, mm. tricky. <laughs> what am I allowed to say? <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you. Oh. <laughs> this is horrible. Um, um, we love our island. It's really hot. <laughs> okay, so we've got one vote for we love our island. It's really hot, and you can have one more guess. Um, we've got lovely food here. <laughs> is, it we've, is it either of those? It's not actually. It's what? Actually, it's actually no woman, no cry. No. no. It's not. No okay. It may or may not be no woman, no cry. I don't. I'm, I'm going to Google it if you let me turn my phone on. To be fair, I've actually seen two different Jamaican national anthems because the one they sing at the Olympics is different to what I saw against the England national football team one time where some geezer was just standing there going, Jamaica, ball, Jamaica, ball. That's so, not the national anthem. I know. Well, I don't know why he was doing that, but it seemed wicked. That was just one man. That was just one man shouting Jamaica. No, no. Well, I assume that's your national anthem. No, like Catherine Jenkins was banging out God Save the Queen and some geezer was like, Jamaica, you cannot assume that's the national anthem. Um, against all the rules, and it's Jamaica, land we love, which is very similar to Rosie. Oh, so my God. God. 
was exciting. And it's the end of the round. Come be back to nature, boys. Tell us, Daddy, what are the scores? In joint second place, it is Cerebral Ballsy and Nice Legs, Shame About the Bye Race. And running away with it in first place, it's a hive mind with 35 points. Next is the Smash the Patriarchy round. This is the round where the question is about a personal thing that turned the tides. Even though there's only one question in this round, though it'd be small, it'd be mighty because it's worth double points. So it looks like Brexit's definitely actually happening, but apart from that, everything could change. The Cirrhosis Club was an all-female club of writers and historians. When they were told they weren't allowed to attend a dinner that Charles Dickens attended, (laughs) they protested, and in doing so, they became the first women to do what in the USA? I reckon they did a sit-in, sat out front so no one else could get in. So they sat out front and barred the door of the restaurant. Cerebral ballsy? We think they chained themselves... They chained themselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just With a chain them. made out of pens. Oh. Chain made out of pens to demonstrate that they were literary. Hive mind. They did a naked protest. Oh. What was that? Did, did someone just say awesome? <laughs> awesome. Oh, awesome. I thought someone just went awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They protested, and in doing so, they became the first women to do what in the USA? Oh. Gate crash a party? No. I don't... Wore trousers. Wore trousers? They performed Oliver Twist. They performed Oliver Twist. Anything else? They made placards. They made placards. Okay, just shout out the one you think it is. Trousers. trousers. You think it's trousers? In fact, it was eat at a restaurant unattended by a man. Could you you please explain more, Ned? Yeah, in 1868, and this is kind of post-independence American history because things had kind of got a bit more uh, status-orientated. So it was the first club of its kind. This was in 1868, and it was founded by Jane Cunningham Crowley. One of the founding members was Fanny Firm. Great name. In 1855, she had been the highest-paid columnist in the US, and 13 years later, she hadn't been allowed to attend a journalistic dinner that Dickens was at. So, so that, they so, book, did they book at a whole restaurant they for only women? They a whole restaurant only men were allowed to attend. Only women were allowed to attend? Oh, yeah, no, then the woman uh, booked out a restaurant and... Said no men. And said no men. The final round is our quick fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz, and then just shout the answer really quickly because you've got to compete this time. What Oscar-nominated film was released in Portugal with the title A Dream of Freedom? No, The Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Which famous French song includes the line, May a tainted blood irrigate our furrows? First, the the national... Yes, Yes, correct, the Marseille is the national anthem. An American food blogger claimed that mince on toast was the national dish of which country? Buzz England. Buzz England is correct. (laughs) Which country produces the most wine? Chile. No. No. New Zealand. No, Italy. It wasn't a trick question. (laughs) In English, we say when pigs fly. In French, they say when hens what? When hens have teeth, correct. What singing contest did Jessie J recently win? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is right. Chinese pop idol, singer 2018. So Jess and the Hive Mind said that pretty much at the same time. What is the most popular sport in communist Cuba? Boxing. Buzz baseball is correct. <laughs> Who is the head of state of the Solomon Islands? Solomon himself. <laughs> it's not Solomon. Anyone got anything else? Buzz the Queen is correct. And we're out of time and it's the end of the show. Girls are dropping on the floor. In third place, nice legs, shame about the bye race with five points. They kept it steady from the first round. Um, Cerebral Ballsy were in second place with ten points. And winning was a hive mind with 55 points. It's an ivy drip in Vegas for our winners, but a river full of piranhas to our losers. And I'll leave you on this phrase from France, esprit d'escalier. It translates as the spirit of the staircase, and it means when you think of something brilliantly funny to say in a certain situation, but once you've already left. For the punchline to this bit, tune in next week. Please give it up for Rosie Jones, Jessica Fosterkew, Johnny Cochran, Gavino Novino, The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Program associate was Jessica foster Thanks to Zoe, Jacob and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Upstairs, that restaurant in King's Place tonight, only women. <laughs> only women in prime rib. Um, it, listen, listen, no, I'm, I don't eat meat, but it's a prime rib restaurant. I mean, so. Don't you? Sometimes I do. <laughs> I'm a fla- at at mealtimes. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. 
Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.